Welcome to Ask the Experts, an award-winning daily series from 8.30am to 9am to help small businesses. If you have any questions, ask them in the comments of the live feed. If you need any more advice, join the official Intri QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook, where accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. During today's live session, we will be running a poll, so please do engage with that and I'll reveal the results at the end of the show. Um, for those of you who haven't seen me before, um, a little bit of background about myself and what I do. Um, my name is Judith Dugdale and I head up the digital solutions team at MHA More and Smalling. I am a chartered accountant. Um, I've been at More and Smalling now for 21 years um, and I've been um, running accounts assignments and looking after clients uh, since qualifying in 2003. Um, MHA More and Small is quite a large firm of accountants based in the northwest of England. Um, and we deal with um, any type of business from startup uh, up to large supermarkets. We deal with lots of different sectors. Um, my sort of specialism is within hospitality and leisure um, and also online retail. I've got a lot of online retailers now. Um, the firm does what you would expect um, a large firm of accountants to do. Uh, we cover all types of taxes, be that inheritance tax, personal tax, corporate tax. We do um, obviously audits, um, general statutory account preparation. We file VAT returns, we do payroll. Um, we also have um, an independent team of financial advisors to help with wealth management, pensions, investments. And we also, um, within my team, do some outsourced bookkeeping as well, which has proved extremely popular uh, in the last 18 months. Um, what I wanted to just um, touch on before I start answering any questions is the impact um, that the last um, few years have had on businesses, but also um, the impact of the restrictions that are going to have on you and, and how actually QuickBooks software could help you and get a little bit of a better work-life balance. Um, obviously, during the pandemic, it's been very different for very many people out there. Um, some people have been very, very busy. Other people, the business is virtually stopped overnight. Um, and whilst they may have come back a little bit, um, they're still impacted by the restrictions. So um, from the 19th of July, obviously, the plan at the moment is that those restrictions, such as the two-metre rule, will lift. So anybody that is in a sector such as um, hospitality and leisure, you're going to see an increase in activity. Um, and this could put a bit of drain on your um, time um, that you're having to put within the business. Some businesses won't be affected at all by the lifting of restrictions uh, because of the type of the nature of the work that you do. But some of you out there will find that there is an increase in activity and what we want to try and help you do is make sure that that doesn't impact on your work-life balance um, in a negative way. And there's also the impact of um, staff isolation. Um, and this is a huge issue we've had up in the northwest. Um, as I'm sure many of you are aware, the Delta variant was uh, very high up here. Um, and it has really impacted retail shops, uh, hospitality and leisure again. Um, because although staff may not necessarily have tested positive for COVID, they've been in interactions with people who have, which has then led to the 10-day um, isolation for them, which is then causing staffing issues um, within those organisations, which again, ultimately, it falls on the, the, the shoulders of the owner of the business to sort it out. Um, 
So I can't help you with finding any new staff. Um, I can't help with staff having to go off in self-isolation and I, and I can't magic up a better um, tool for resourcing. But what I can do is make sure that your bookkeeping side of things doesn't suffer. Um, it's very, very normal when people get very busy that the bookkeeping gets put to one side. And I'm here today to, to explain that that is a really bad decision um, for you and your business. Your bookkeeping is the most important tool you have within your um, business because it tells you day to day, week to week, month to month, how much money you are making, how much cash you have within your organisation, who owes you money and who you owe money to. Without that, that information, it's really, really hard to take your business forward and you'll be constantly chasing the tail um, so to relieve that bit of a headache, um, I want to give you a few tips in terms of how you can make sure you get the most out of QuickBooks Online software. Within my um, team at MHA More and Smallly, we set up bookkeeping systems for people, as well as giving ongoing advice and support. And we've been at an Intuit Elite Partner now for many, many years. Um, we've got over 1,200 clients on QuickBooks. Um, and some of the things I see when we're reviewing a system is how they're not necessarily making the most of the features um, that are within the software. Um, last time I was on, I just touched quite in detail on um, customer invoicing side of things. So I won't go into too much detail on that. But what I would say is, um, in case you missed that session last time, is um, make sure you use the sales invoicing on a go facility that's within the mobile app. Um, if you're uh, I don't know, like a, um, a plumber or a joiner, or anybody that's going into people's homes and you're on the move all the time, you might be, I don't know, an alarm installer. Use the mobile app to send the invoice to the customer there and then. You get the email address off them. You can say, right, I've sent your invoice. You are then more likely to get paid quicker. But also that means your invoice is in your, in your bookkeeping software. So you don't need to add it on later. Um, and you don't need to worry about what did I do? Can't remember how much I set up quote. If you do it all there and then, that side of things are done. If you're um, an organisation that has recurring invoices, so maybe you have a lot of um, ongoing maintenance charges um, or maybe you have people on retainers, you could make use of the recurring invoice function within QuickBooks Online, which is a fantastic tool, um, which you can automate those invoices so they automatically go out on the same day every month or every quarter or every year um, and your customer will automatically receive the email with their invoice on. So again, it cuts down an awful lot of time for you. The, the, the thing that is the most important um, within QuickBooks Online is making sure you link up your bank. Now, it sounds obvious, and I'm sure most of you have done this, but we see it all the time where people um, are not linking their bank account. It saves so much time. Um, I had one client who used to do their VAT return, uh, so used to do their books, once a quarter for their VAT return, and it used to take them three days to do it. We moved them onto QuickBooks Online, we linked up the bank, and it went from the three days every quarter to an hour a month, um, which is a huge saving of time. Um, and, and they are two, three years on, still extremely grateful that they moved onto that system. Um, the other thing that will save you a bit of time and hopefully a little bit of money is the receipt capture function within QuickBooks. Um, what this is, is you use your, the mobile app again to take a picture of any expenses that you have or invoices that come from a supplier. Take the picture of them as they come in. That side of the bookkeeping is then done. The information is within QuickBooks. 
Um, and then next time you're going to QuickBooks, um, you can just uh, assign that invoice into the system correctly, match it up to the bank payment. Um, and, and it's so much quicker than manually entering them all in uh, one by one. If you have an awful lot of supplier invoices, maybe you're um, a bar, so you've got loads and loads of invoices coming in all the time, or maybe um, a hotel or um, a retail business with lots of clothing coming in, um, or whatever it is that you sell. Uh, if you've got an awful lot of purchase invoices, then you may want to look at an app called Dext um, that used to be called Receipt Bank, which allows you to do all that receipt capture a bit quicker, but there is a cost to that. Um, and the, the features are slightly enhanced from the um, free um, uh, solution within QuickBooks. So if you do have a lot of expenses, then that is an option for you to, to speed things up. Um, the other thing that is a really helpful tool within QuickBooks Online is the bank rules. Um, so this is where you can um, set up um, reminders for the system to uh, put things in certain places. As the transactions come through your bank, so for example, bank charges, you would set up a rule to say that bank charges the um, account charge, as it might say on your description of £9.99, always put this to bank charges within my expenses. Um, you can even go one step further and auto-add um, these types of rules, um, and that saves loads of time. Um, it, it's just really important to use whatever there is within the system to automate the bookkeeping as much as possible because that will mean if you um, pop into your online um, access to the QuickBooks on QuickBooks you'll be able to quickly clear off all those bank transactions um, be it receipts from customers payments to suppliers um, and before you know it your bookkeeping for, the, for that month is done. Ideally we would recommend that if you can go in every day and clear off things because it will take you 10 minutes um, if not, every week. So at the end of each week, <clears throat> you can see how well you are performing. Um, but certainly never any longer than once a month, um, because then you you forget what things were and you're out of um, you're out of date really. And it's just not a great mindset to be in, not knowing your cash flow position and how much money you're owed or who owes you money. So if that is becoming a bit of an issue and you can't find that time, then look to outsource the bookkeeping to maybe an independent bookkeeper. Um, if you're a growing business, you may want to take somebody on for admin responsibilities and you can put those admin responsibilities, part of it being the QuickBooks Online bookkeeping, or go to your firm of accountants that you already use and see if they have um, an outsourced bookkeeping team like we do where they'll be able to take a bit of that strain away from you. But the key message for me is keep it up today and don't get behind. So I'll stop uh, um, rambling on now and I'll start to take some of the questions for you. And um, so the first question I have is from Phoebe and it's an Instagram direct message. And Phoebe says, I'm using QuickBooks, but invoicing still takes me a lot of time. Are there ways to automate or make this quicker? So, Phoebe, I mentioned, obviously, the recurring invoices. Um, I'm not sure whether that is something that would be applicable to you because it, it kind of only works if you're sending the invoice for the same amount each time. Um, if, that, if that isn't an option, um, then um, another thing could be if you're invoicing the same customers, so you've got recurring customers all the time, but every time they're buying something slightly different, 
a quick way of doing your invoicing would be to go into the last invoice that you sent them, open that up. Um, at the bottom of the screen, there's some little dots uh, and a more. If you click on more, there's a copy function and that will recreate the last invoice that you've done. You then just change the date, uh, maybe update the um, narrative a little bit on that invoice and then save it and, and that's your new invoice. Um, the other option that we've done with some businesses is we've set up lots and lots of different products and services with quite a bit of detail within the narrative on those so that when they're doing their invoicing, um, there's albeit more choice to search through. But if you ta start typing, it automatically um, brings up what service you're after. And then all the description is already in there for you. Um, and you can preload the pricing. So that, that hopefully should save a little bit of time as well. Um, I guess um, the only other option is, is um, you could... If you're doing different types of services, set up different um, uh, invoice formats for different um, ones so that they uh, you don't have to manually change the layout each time if, if that's something that, that you're struggling with. So have a look at that, creating different styles. Um, if you are in retail, for example, you don't need to formally um, raise an invoice to everybody within QuickBooks if you're using a till that is, is digitally recording all of those sales. In that, um, in, in that circumstance, what we would do is probably set up what we call a control account, um, sales control account, and you would push all your receipts that come through from the card merchant or cash to bank from your banking receipts, push them into that control account. And then each week or each month, you can post a summary from your till reports which then cancels out that income that's come in and posts it into the correct area of your sales. So hopefully I've covered a, a few different um, areas on the sales invoicing. Obviously, I'm not quite sure um, what type of business you're in. So hopefully one of those will help you. And the next message is from Ian on Facebook Messenger. Ian says, I'm a limited company working in construction. We sometimes do contracts where money is retained by the contractors and then released from job completion. How do I add retentions to an invoice in QuickBooks? So Ian, um, the easiest way to probably do this is you raise the invoice as a normal on the retention. Um, so it will go into your, um, so it would normally go into your sales, but you can add in the services element. Um, so products and services within QuickBooks, you have to assign a product or service to everything you put on the sales invoice. You could set up a new service for retentions um, and then you could invoice that service under retention and you don't necessarily have to put that in as a sale yet um, you could send it to what we call a current asset code or a current liability code um, and you could um, assign that um, and then that retention will sit there and then once it's paid you can then move that into sales because um, obviously I'm a conscious depending on what type of um, construction you do some of those retentions can be received um, gosh a year later two years later um, and some are on the day but um, I would still invoice it um, when you're invoicing the rest of um, the work that you're doing but have it as a separate service line so that you can separately identify that. Um, the next question has come through from Amanda on Twitter direct message um, she said any recommendations for tools that can help with employee expense claims so, Amanda, what I would say here is that um, 
Clio is a really good option um, for expense claims. Um, and there's also one called Expensify. Um, Clio works that every employee is effectively given their own card. Um, and that card um, is what they spend all their um, expenses on. So they would have to make sure that they use that card. And you put a top, like a limit on it, you top it up in advance. Um, and then they go along and they, they spend it on whatever. Um, and the Clio card also captures um, the information behind what they purchased and it goes into, um, uh, into the app. You would then log into there and you can see what all your employees have spent on their expenses. And then that Clio will link into QuickBooks and send that information across to you. Um, so it's quite a nice um, solution. Expensify is very similar um, in how it works. I'm not entirely sure whether one is more expensive than the other, um, but both are very popular. Um, so I would I would recommend looking into both of those. Um, and they should, I would imagine both, I know Expensify definitely does a trial period, and I would have thought Clio does as well. So um, maybe play around with both and see which one works the best. And um, the next question is Lucas on Instagram direct message. So um, Lucas said, I'm having a bit of an issue with eBay when it comes to refunds. When a time is when an item is um, returned, eBay withhold the sum to be refunded. Then they bank the difference from sales. How do I reconcile this? Um, things like this can be a little bit more complicated, um, Lucas. So effectively, you've got to do what we call gross up um, the income when it comes, because what you will be finding is that the amount that comes into your bank account is different to what actually it, 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 um, the net effect is right, but you need to almost show the refund and you need to show the income. So um, what I would recommend there is from your eBay um, account, you'll be able to get a list of uh, what makes up any income coming into um, your bank account and into QuickBooks. And you'll do what we call a journal. Um, now, um, if you're not an accountant, you might not be familiar with journals, but basically what it does is it's a way of um, increasing your sales by the amount of the refund, and then the, the same amount goes to refund. Um, if you want a bit of help and advice on that, I would speak to your accountant because uh, they can set up within QuickBooks um, a, um, a template journal for this so that every time you have it, it's already set, every time you have this situation, you would go into that template and it would already be set up here and you would literally just type in the amounts um, that, that relate to that uh, particular transaction and that should sort that out for you. And, and because it's a template, you won't forget how to do that each month. If you haven't got an accountant yet, then in the um, QuickBooks um, system, there's an ask, um, there's a search tool for um, looking for an accountant. Uh, I've just forgotten now what it's called. Um, but the um, it's an accountant's directory, I think, and you can search on there for an accountant local to you that is an expert within QuickBooks Online, and, and you can send a message directly to them through that that facility, um, and then they would be able to help and get those little bits set up for you. Um, in the meantime, if you want to contact me directly um, at the end of the um, end of the show, I will uh, give my um, team's email address so you can send through a request to us and we can have a look at that for you. The great thing about QuickBooks Online is that accountants have access to the software live so that we can dive in and we can set little things like templates up and it takes a couple of minutes. So it's not a big task for us to do it. 
Um, so please reach out, uh, as I said, to your accountant if you need that help. Um, George has messaged on Facebook. And George says, we actually signed up for a lot of new digital tools over the last five years, and most of them have really improved our productivity and made us more efficient. I think we have a few too many now, and I'm thinking of running an audit. Any recommendations on how to go about this? Um, I guess um, this is bits where we actually get quite excited in our team. We love reviewing the, um, the different apps and, and digital tools that are out there. Um, in, internally, what we would do, um, because obviously we review loads and loads of different um, apps, and we use some of them internally for our bookkeeping and other ones we recommend to clients in, in specific sectors. Um, and what we do is we very basically do a list of all the different tools that we use. Um, we then um, almost probably do it on spreadsheet, accountants on spreadsheets, um, and we will have columns um, that we then analyse out the effectiveness of that. So we would have a column for the frequency of use. So is it used every day? Is it used every week? Is it used every year? Um, or is it just an ad hoc thing that you might use now and again? We would then have a look at the price uh, point, how much is it per month? Uh, most of these digital tools are, are billed monthly. Um, we would then have um, how many people within the organisation use those tools. Um, because whilst something might be slightly less efficient than, than what you would like, if everybody in the organisation uses it and is, and is happy with it, you've got to understand that by moving to something else, there's going to be a bit of pain in that changeover. So that how much it's used and how many people use it is a really important part of the audit um, of those digital tools to make sure that you don't get rid of something um, too quickly. Uh, we would then also look at uh, have a column of, of like reported issues. So if there's lots of staff within your organisation, George, and um, they're reporting issues on one digital tool uh, all the time, then maybe that digital tool is not as efficient as, as maybe it once was. There's so many advancements um, in, in cloud accounting applications that what once was fantastic and top of the game is now probably two, three years later not um, as good as what the newcomers to the market are. Um, so I would always recommend if you're thinking there's one that's, that doesn't seem to be doing it as quickly as it did or doesn't now suit our change in circumstances, have a look at something else, but always do it on a trial basis and keep the other one running alongside so that you can see um, in real time whether one is better than the other. So good luck with um, that, George, and I, and I hope that goes really well for you. Um, I've got a message from Mohammed on Instagram, direct message. He says, I'm a handyman and a lot of customers are one-off and paying cash. How can I make logging their payments simpler? So unfortunately, this is the hardest way to simplify because it is cash. So um, the easiest way is to set up um, what I would call um, a template um, receipt. So within QuickBooks Online, um, you will automatically have your bank account, which we've spoken about um, at the start, and you can link that through to your bank so that transactions come through automatically. If you set up a um, cash um, account as well, really dead simple to do that. If you just Google set up a new account in QuickBooks Online, there'll be a video that shows you within seconds. Um, but it is very, very easy to set up. And so you set up a new cash account, and then within the plus sign on QuickBooks Online, um, it's the new plus sign. You go to there and then you will see there is um, a receipt function. 
and you click on the receipt and it will ask you which bank account that is going to. So you would select cash. And then what I would do at the end of each day is just go through and list on there very simply who you got the money from, how much it was, and then you just click save. And that then posts for you all the cash that you've um, had in that day, or you, you could do it weekly if you wanted to. Um, and then when you transfer that money to the bank, uh, if that's what you do, you would do a transfer, which again, you can do from the plus, uh, the new plus sign um, on, on the, I think it's the top left within QuickBooks now. Um, you go into there and you can do a transfer from cash to bank, and then that would automatically match with the money when it hits the bank account. Um, likewise, if you then use that cash to pay for supplier payments and little bits and pieces that you may be going to home base or B&Q, obviously other traders are available. Uh, wherever you go into, if you um, then do the opposite of the, the receipt for cash, you would do an expense. So again, you go to that new and the plus sign um, and you pick expense. And you just make sure, again, it says that it's the cash account, not the bank account that the expense is coming out of. And you would note down there. And that actually on the expense side is where the um, receipt capture would really help you to so take a picture of those little receipts. You then go into QuickBooks and in the, the, the banking transactions section, there's a tab that says receipt capture. And within there, you will see all those little expenses and you go in and you just say that that was actually cash purchase. And then that will mean that your cash account or reconciles really easily for you. Um, I've got a question on um, from Archie on Instagram. And Archie says, I was on furlough for most of the start of 2021. So I took up some freelance jobs uh, to top up money and uh, to have something to do. I'm now back working full time and wrapping up my freelance work. How should I track this income? So Archie, a couple of things for you here. Um, as a freelancer doing work and, and getting income from it, it's something that has to be disclosed to HMRC. So if you haven't already done so, um, and it sounds like you might not, you need to register with HMRC as uh, self-employed. HMRC will give you what's called a UTR number, which is a unique tax reference number. And uh, when you get that number, you will also be asked to complete a personal tax return or a self-assessment uh, tax return. And that, if you only started in, I think you said January, uh, early 2021, yeah, started in January. So you will need to do a tax return for the income that you received in January, February, March 2021. That goes on your 2021 tax return, which is due to be filed by January 2022. Um, and then any income that you received in April um, or May or June or even up to now, um, that will go on your 21-22 tax return, which is due in January 2023, which all sounds a long time away. Um, HMRC will explain all this to you when you register as self-employed. But in terms of tracking this income, I would recommend getting the QuickBooks Self-Employed app. Um, and you can link your bank account into the QuickBooks Self-Employed um, system. And basically that works really well for things like freelancers because the income comes in. Obviously, you'll have all your personal income in there as well. But there's a facility within it to mark things as personal or mark things as business. And then so all the things that are nothing to do with freelancing work, you mark as personal and it removes them. All the bits that are to do with the freelancing work, you mark as business. And it will even give you the tax summary for you to enter in your self-assessment tax return. So that's, that is what I would highly recommend you do. Um, 
So I think we're coming up now to the end of the session. It's gone really fast today. Thank you very much for your questions. Um, in the poll, we asked everybody if you would like to spend less time on your bookkeeping. And um, not surprisingly, 100% of you say that yes. So hopefully today, some of the tips that I've mentioned at the start to do with automating your bookkeeping a bit more will mean that you can spend a bit less time. But obviously, the ultimate thing to spend less time on bookkeeping is to get some help from an independent bookkeeper or um, to reach out to your accountant and see if they offer an outsourced bookkeeping solution for you. Um, it really is quite cost effective now. And if bookkeeping is the bane of your life, um, then why not concentrate on what will generate you more income? And yes, it's an additional cost for you. But if it's an additional cost of, I don't know, 50 quid a month or £25 a week, whatever it might be, if you can generate more than £25 with the time you spend, then it is definitely a really, really good thing to look at. Um, and like I said, within QuickBooks, there is the Find an Accountant um, directory where they have bookkeepers and accountants on there in your local area who are experts in QuickBooks. So I would highly recommend that you look at that tool um, and, and if you need to, get some help that way. So thank you very much again. Um, as I said before, um, it's great getting all these questions through and I really do hope that it's been of some use. If you'd like to find out any more about setting up your own business, if you're thinking about it, um, or you've just set up your business and you need a bit of help about how you do that properly, or any other questions, then please pop to um, our um, firm's website, which is www.moreandsmallly.co.uk. We have loads of information on there, including um, a knowledge and insight area with lots of videos and blogs all about things like to do with QuickBooks as well as starting up your own business tax advice so get yourself along there and there's loads of free information for you if you've got anything specific you'd like to ask me or my team you can email us um, on um, digital solutions at moreandsmallly.co.uk um, and we'll get back to you as quickly as we can finally just coming up um, on Ask the Expert on Monday um, is Irona um, a chartered accountant and managing director of Majors Accountants. Um, so tune in there for more bookkeeping and business advice. Finally, a reminder that if you need any more help, go to the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook, where accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great day.